is unique. This is the first time we've ever really talked. Talk, it is. Right? Because mm -hmm. I know your mother well. Your father I know a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I knew your father before I knew your mother. Of course. And I saw you when you were really a small, when you were a small child. Okay. You were living at Air Force Base. Mm. I came over to your house once. Okay. I probably don't remember. Of course you would. Yeah. I don't think you guys, I think you might have come down just to say hello because that was protocol. To be polite, right? Right. It makes sense. Wow. You know what year that was? Mm, let me think. It had to be in the 80s. Oh, well, then I wasn't born yet. <laughs> oh, I wasn't born until 89. Yeah. It had to have been in the 80s, I think. Okay, so maybe my uh, my brother and my sister were, were... I think so. Yeah. You remember the big screen TV, the big plasma TV and the couch right in front of it? And there's uh, a huge TV, so you guys were Were they living in, in like towers or were they No, living? no, they were in the towers. It was in the garden? The garden. Oh, then that had to be the 90s then, because we didn't it was, move it was there until like 93. It was in the 90s, so, okay. It was over by the hospital on that side. Okay. I think, yeah, we moved there in 92. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. Okay. Because I was talking with your father, and he brought me over to see where you're staying, because I said I wanted to see the place. Okay. And he took me over there, and that's the first time I think I met. Paula, but maybe I met her before then. I don't know, but I think okay. I met your mother then. Yeah, by, yeah. If, if we had the big plasma screen TV, that was definitely the, like the mid '90s. Yeah. So that might yeah, have been well, like '95. It was because I, I was really so surprised. It was so huge, and the couch was right there. Yeah. It's not like. Yeah, I remember that TV. It was huge. Yeah. It was. My dad loved his electronics, he so did, yeah. he always had the like latest and greatest of everything. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Is he, how's he doing now? Is he he's doing, doing great. Yeah. Okay. He's doing really, really good. Yeah. I was just with your mother the other day, so I know how she's doing. She's okay. always doing well. Yeah. She's really good. We made a, um, a Zama run. Okay. Gotcha. Went to Zama. Yeah. So tell me, Janique, where were you born? I was born in 1989. Okay. Now, where were you born? I was born in Texas. In Texas? I was. So you're not a Tennessee girl? I still am. I'm a Tennessee girl. Don't okay. get it twisted. All right. I won't get it twisted. <laughs> but, I mean... I, to be honest, I don't really remember Texas. Okay. Yeah, because I, um, uh, let me see, when I was two, going on three, we moved here. Okay. So my parents have always been back and forth between here and like the States. So, so have you spend, spent most of your time? I sp you know, the, it's funny. I spent most of my time between here and Tennessee, okay. actually. Because like um, when I was little, um, every summer we would go to Tennessee to visit because, you know, my mom's family, you know, see my grandparents, cousins, aunts, uncles. Um, and then in 98, when my dad retired, uh, we briefly lived with my grandparents, uh, me, my, me and my two siblings. Now, this is so. your grandparents on your mother's on side? On my mother's side. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The famous mm -hmm. Gene Allison. So, he's very famous. Very, you know, and it's so funny because growing up, I didn't realize. Right. Well, your mother didn't tell me until I did the podcast with her. And That's not really become, something that she kind of regularly tells people, I she think. She doesn't tell you. Your mother tells people about, she won't say anything about anyone. All these she's, famous she's people she's very humble. She's very, very humble. So. To a fault. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. No, it's to a fault. To a fault. She's that humble and forgiving and kind. Mm -hmm. and she's an angel in flesh. Absolutely. You know what I mean? She 100%. really is. Mm -hmm. She's the type of person that, that you hear about that even if she was about to leave this planet, she'd want to know if you're okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she would literally bend over backwards to help other people before she helps herself. Right. For sure. And she's always doing that. I think mm -hmm. that's just her spirit, that she loves doing that. Yeah. So I think the worst thing you do is to tell her, don't do that. You're wrong. She, she couldn't survive if she weren't helping people. You're right. That's You're absolutely right. right. She likes it. So what mm -hmm. do you like? So, so growing up, you have siblings. I know uh -huh. your siblings. You have an older sister and an older brother. Mm -hmm. You're the baby. 
I'm the baby, yeah. Right. I, I have another older sister, too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Wait, so you have two older sisters? I have two older sisters. Just I didn't grow up with the other one, though, but... Okay. But, yeah, I have... You know. Are you close? Yeah, I'm close to all of them. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about your family. I was right. just thinking about from your mother. From my mother, yes. But you do have one other sister from your father. Yes, I do. So who are you close with? Who are you really close with? Um, yeah. I think I'm close with everybody, okay. I, I would say. Like, we, we try to keep in touch as much as possible. Oh, do you? All four of you do? All four of us, yeah. Do you have, like, family chats or something? Or? Um, so me, my, <laughs> me and my sister and my mom. Um, so so um, me and my mom's other daughter mm -hmm. and my mom, we have... A chat of our own, okay. and then me and my other sister, uh, we usually like talk on like Facebook Messenger right. um, quite often. And whenever I go home, I try to go see her, or she'll drive up to Tennessee to come see me. Mm -hmm. um, and then me and my brother, like you know, he we, we we both do music. He's a producer. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Is so, he here in Japan? No, no, he's in Tennessee. Okay. So um, my mom's other daughter and then my brother, they're both in Tennessee, right. and my other sister is in Texas. And you're the only one here in Japan. Yeah, I'm the only sibling in Japan. No, what? what okay, well, we're going to go through your childhood. So okay. you spent time here in Japan and time in Tennessee. Yeah, so it's like equally split. Equally split. It's I, actually, I think, I think uh, now with me being in Japan for ten years, this go round, I think it might be slightly more now. In Japan, in it's starting to get that way. It's starting to get that way. But as yeah. far as my childhood goes, I did. It's like equally split. Between okay. here and Tennessee. Okay. Now, as a child, were you more academic or were you more active, more sports-minded? Neither. Neither. <laughs> I don't think so I was what either. Were you like as a little girl. Man, that's a good question. Like, if I if I look back, I just wanted to play outside and play with well, my friends. Would you so, say? Would you wait, say wait, that? Wait, wait, wait. So were you like what they call a tomboy at the time? Not at all. Not, not at all. Not but at you all. like to play like, outside. I like to play outside, um, just you know, with my friends, play hide and seek or whatever. Right. But then, like, I still wanted to play with my Barbie dolls and stuff too. Okay. But I didn't play any sports growing up. No sports. No sports. All right. Did you read books a lot? Were you into that? Not really. Like, okay. I'm really trying to think back. I'm like, what did I do as a kid? Well, did I you think do I double decks? Did you ever do double dutch? No, but I did like to jump rope. Um, I like to ride my bike, things like that. I think for me, actually, um, I really just loved. I loved music and I loved watching TV. Okay. <laughs> so, but when you were small, what do you what do you think about most? Japan, or do you think about Tennessee the most? Um, I guess up? it depends on which part of my childhood we're talking about, because mm -hmm. like, um, what, I what lived, impressed you the most? I mean, in other words, me okay. what do you think? What do you have your most memories? Hmm. That's a good question. I would well, I guess because like I was so young when I came to Japan, I would probably say Tennessee because like that's when I was old enough to recollect. Okay. Like most of the memories, whereas like I think my earliest memories of being in Japan, I was about like five or six. Okay. So. I see. Yeah. So so you really spent your your adolescent stage in Tennessee. Yes. With your grandparents. Um, oh no, you were with your parents. I, yeah, I was with my parents by then. Yeah. That's right. So growing up, when did you start singing? Or when did you know you had a musical family? Or did you um, always know that? I always knew I had a musical family. I think even bef before I was old enough to really like, understand like, life, you know, okay. I think that I always knew like, you know, music is just our way of life. Right. Because my parents would always, um, you know, they would always have rehearsals in our house. Like my dad had a music room in the house and that's why I couldn't have my own room as a kid. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, yeah, they all they would always be in that music room rehearsing with like you know the different people who um, they did gigs with. Right. And me and my siblings would like be listening, or not even like actively listening, but it's just like you couldn't help but hear it. But it was there. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So do you have favorite? Do you have a favorite genre of music that you like? I like every. I feel like I really like everything. Um, but I, I guess if I have to choose. I guess I would say R and B. Okay. But I really love everything, though. Right. Because I've heard you sing. Because you did a tour with I. I did. Mm -hmm. You did, and you sang for your mother and put had her crying up on stage. <laughs> we surprised were both crying her. Crying on stage. <laughs> that was so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. And you really did that well. Thank you so much. I'll see. I don't know how much of that I can put up, but if I can, I'll put that up on this sure. podcast. Have a little bit of that up there. I don't. I don't see why you couldn't. I okay. Think, I think then I'll do that. Yeah, I'll put it should be fine. Up there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you didn't have anything that you were really focused on when you were young. You were having a good time. I was having a good time. Do you time. think mm -hmm. you enjoyed your childhood? You I really enjoyed my childhood. I had a great childhood. I think I definitely loved my time as a kid in Japan the most. Um, just because like, it was simpler. It was just a really, really simple time. You know, when you're like in elementary school and all you got to do is like, you know, go play at recess. Like, you know what I okay, mean? Like, right. it was really simple. So was that um, on the then, east side? On the east side? On the east side. East mm -hmm. side, okay. Yeah, I went to Yokota East Elementary right. School. Okay. Mm -hmm. And where'd you go to high school? Uh, in, in, in Nashville. In Nashville. Yeah. So you graduated then. But it was a, it was a little complicated, right, in the U.S.? A little like bit. It the was, cliques and the people yeah, and Yeah, I think, school. like, it was really complicated because, like, I, I started um, living in Nashville officially when I was in middle school. Okay. And um, it was just such a culture shock, you know. I mean, even when I was living with my grandparents, too, when it went from the age of eight to nine, that was a culture shock, too. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, when you're living on the base, you're so sheltered. You, and you don't realize it until right, you right. leave, you know. Okay. And so... When did the first real shock... What were some of the things that really shocked you that you remember? I think it was, like, part of it was, like, um, income disparities. You know, like, as far as, like, being a kid and, and living on the base, it's like everybody seems to kind of have the same kind of um like financial background right okay like you don't like no one's like like poor <laughs> or, okay. or anything or, or like that extremely rich exactly you don't exactly. have either. exactly so i think that like um you know moving to the states it made me realize how privileged i was and i was like oh wow like i didn't know you know people were like oh you lived in japan like what what kind of you know what is that <laughs> you know what i mean right. and i got bullied a lot for it actually did you really i did in what ways how would people bully you um just kind of like oh you think you're better than me kind of thing well didn't you speak different than most of the kids too? I, that too i was very proper articulate articulate you yeah. articulate <laughs> I was very so articulate that, so mm -hmm. the people outside of the people in probably the school you went to could understand you yeah could you understand them Actually, yes. I think okay. because I was used to it because, you know, I always visited Nashville, you know, during the summer. Right. So I was used to it. And then, you know, my mom still speaks that way. You know right. what I mean? So, exactly. Um, well, you know, I does, could... Does she? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Paul, I didn't... <laughs> I mean, not to say that she's not articulate. No, no she's very articulate. She's articulate, no, But, but she sure. speaks that way. With, no, she, your, your mother... <laughs> Paula, don't get me wrong or anything like this. But you're so warm, and you're just so, <laughs> just so giving. She's such a beautiful person. She really is. And that's why I'm going to have a podcast with the two of you together. Mm -hmm. I have to have both of you together. But I see your father and you so easily. Everybody, all my life, that's all I've gotten is like. You're, you're, there's, there's no doubt. They have the saying. They say it's mama's baby and papa's maybe. Mm -hmm. 
Not in your case. Literally all my life. Like, I, it was to the point where I'm like, do I look like my mom at all? Like, growing up, I was like, I guess I don't look like her at all. Like, it kind of hurt. I was like, oh, I want to look oh, like, like my, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> There's this meme, actually, of like, it's like John Cena in a wig. Right, okay. And everybody's like, when someone tells me that I look like my father. That's a lit- I'm like, so you're telling me I look like a man? Like, really? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I you pull it off I well. You pull it off very well. You put it off very well. No, but he I has see really your father strong genes. He, he does. His whole family has really? extremely strong genes. It's ridiculous. Okay. Isn't that something? Yeah. On my mother's side, this is the same case. I don't look like my father. Really? His first, he was married twice. Okay. So his first kids all look like him, and I wanted to look like him so bad. Mm. My mother's genes are so strong, so all of us look alike. Gotcha. We know we're from the same father and mother because we all look alike. We look like our mother mostly, mm-hmm. and we have some char- characteristics of our father, but we don't have his height. Okay. Take, he doesn't have any height. I'm just okay. saying we're taller than him mm. and everything. So it's really interesting. Mm, it is, yeah. Wow. It's interesting how genes work. You just never know. Because like me, me and my brother, we look a lot alike. Mm-hmm. And then me and my, my, my dad's daughter, we look a lot alike. And actually people say we talk alike too. Is that right? It's really crazy, yeah. See, like, so I have to get to know your father better. Because your father's, I always picture your father as being quiet. AJ, I, we talked just a little bit, but yeah. you were always pretty quiet with me. Mm. So I never spoke with him that much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess my dad is like res- reserved more, I, I think. I think so. Yeah. I think he's checking out the scene, the environment, yeah. is, is it okay, is everything, being the, the guardian. Yeah. Yeah, making sure everything's all right, then he'll mm-hmm. step in. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So when did you decide to really get into music? Were you in, out of high school or during high school? Um, to be honest, I never thought I could get into music. Like, that, isn't that crazy? Like, I never thought I would. Um, but uh, after college, I decided to, to move here. Okay. And, and, and try my luck at it. Because I think I remember your mother saying you wanted to come and make it a try here. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I hope she can make it. I don't know, because this yeah, is easy. So what I was going to do, okay. um, my, 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 I had this whole plan worked out. Like, as soon as I got to college, I was taking Japanese classes. Okay. Um, co- while you were in while college? I was in college, I was taking Japanese classes. It was actually one of my minors. So I majored in broadcast journalism, minored in music, and minored in Japanese. Okay. But I didn't get to finish the Japanese minor. Right. But anyway, uh, I, got, I got really close, though. Um, so I was taking that. I, I took it for about three years of, of college. And then um, my goal was to join the JET program. Have you, have you heard of JET? Oh, everyone, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that was my goal. I was going to join the JET program, and that's how I was going to get here. Right. Um, you know, I'd be, t- I'd be teaching English, right? And you'd be able to finish up your Japanese, too. Exactly. Right. Yeah, that was my plan, but it just didn't work out that way. So how did it what happen? Um, so basically, uh, when I got to the, to the interview portion, um, you know, they asked me, like, where I would like to be placed. And um, I said that I wanted to be placed in Tokyo. And I was like, I want to be near my parents. And they were like, ah! <laughs> absolutely that not. Happen, yeah, and so had I been coached or something or had somebody said no nah, that's not gonna it's not gonna happen you shouldn't you know Ask don't go for that be. maybe go to osaka or something or like that go or wherever they can place you or just you know be just say be you'd open, be open to anything to anywhere then i probably could have gotten it because you had an know. agenda and they didn't I want someone an with an agenda. agenda they didn't want that so is that how it's working i don't know exactly the the fine details about what they do in the jet program when you go so where'd you go to college first of all uh middle tennessee state university okay and you graduated with a degree in broadcast, broadcast journalism. journalism. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, they call it electronic media uh, okay. communications. Is that right? Mm-hmm. 
And you're good at it, but it's not actually your cup of tea. I don't even know if I say I'm good at it, honestly. (laughs) I mean, I think uh, the, the interesting thing is my senior year, I realized this is not for me. But, like, I was already... You already committed. Yeah. I had already taken all the classes, you okay. know? So it was just like, I might as well finish it, I guess. What about it that you did, didn't agree with you? Um, It's too formal. Like, I guess, like, what we were doing, we were doing more, like, you know, news. Like, like news anchor type okay. stuff, okay. you know? And I, I sitting there and being like, you know, good evening. You know, thank you for tuning in to, you know, blah, blah, blah news. My name is Janique Johnson. And, you know, like sitting there like that was just too much for me. Like I wanted to, well, first of all, music is how, my first love, right? right? Like I was really, really passionate about music. So I think at that moment I regretted not majoring in music. Yeah. Plus my school was actually no, number two in the nation for um, recording industry. So why didn't I do that? <laughs> you could have easily. Yeah, I literally could have, but I was being practical. Okay. And the funny thing is my mom was like, why don't you major in music? And I was like, well, I think I should, you know, I really should be more realistic. I'm going to go with But where'd this. that come from? Where'd that, where'd, where'd you, who, who put that in your head? I think different movies that I used to watch. But there was no relative or anyone no, basically no trying to say, you need to do this. Yeah, you need to do that. They it were like, giving you... There was like, you know, there's like a few movies where like maybe like someone is like a reporter or something like that or like a news anchor or like I used to watch the news every morning before I would go to school and I was really interested in like um, meteorologists and I'd be like, wow, that looks fun to like tell the weather. Like that looks really, really fun, you know? And so at one point I even thought I might go to meteorology school after college. But then I was like, no, this is not, (laughs) this is not for me. Like, what am I doing? Right. Yeah, it was interesting. But I just, it was it's basically because of something you saw. Yeah, I think so. Your, I just felt like I felt like that was more attainable than being a singer. Ah, uh, the competition yeah. and everything, right? I think, yeah, I, I was I was genuinely scared. I was just I was like I I'll never be able to be a singer. Like I just I don't know what it was like confidence or or what, but I just never uh-huh. thought I would be doing this. Right. So you didn't come over here in the jet program as you tried. No. So then what'd you do? So um, I just. Asked my mom if I could just come and just like stay with her. She said, I love you, baby, but, but <laughs> how? How you plan on getting over Literally, she was like, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. Can I just come and just check it out first, you know, just to see if, you know, what's available to me? And she oh, was gosh. like, okay, you know, but get ready to work, you know? Right. So as soon as I got here, like, she was immediately just like, this is my daughter and she sings. Sing right now, you know, basically. And I'd be like, oh my God, like, just put on the spot, you know? Uh, and okay. so that's that's kind of how I got here, like today. Just no, like, no, no, but didn't you go back? You came well, yeah, here of course. Yeah, I kept I okay, kept right. having to come back. Right. Yeah. So like I came I came. So first. you came here. So tell me how it happened. Just, so you came <laughs> here. She said she really put you in front. Of, she she made it so that you didn't have a way out. Pretty much. You're gonna yeah, find. Yeah. She was out. like, if you're gonna come here, you're gonna, you're gonna see exactly you know what. You know, it's like, gonna what take it's for like. you to be here. Exactly. Right. And she was like, and if you want to stay, and if you don't want to have to go back, you know. To the states because it was pretty bleak <laughs> at the time after you know what graduating. What years are we talking about? This was 2012. 2012. So okay. I had I had graduated um, high school. I mean not high school, college, December of 2011, and um, I just I like got like a regular job. You know, okay, it was whatever, rough. Whatever. It was really rough, and I actually. And got, this is in Tennessee. This is in Tennessee. I got fired from the job. <laughs> it, yeah, it was rough. Got fired and wait, I because think, wait, because you had an attitude or what was it? Okay, so oh, you want to talk? I was about working that? at it. Yeah, we'll talk about okay, it. We can talk right, about it. Okay. So I was working at a call center, um, and someone who called in got an attitude with me, 
Yeah, and so I was, and I was still pretty new. I think I had, I was like just out of training, maybe like a month out of training. And so I didn't really know how to handle it. So I asked my supervisor to like help me. I'm like, this person doesn't want to talk to me. Can I transfer them to someone else? And they were like, no, you have to deescalate this person. And I was like, okay, you know, and obviously it just, it was awful. <laughs> like the person ended up being racist and they were kind of like, you're, you're black, aren't you? Like, I can hear it in your voice. You're black and black people are ignorant and I don't want to, like, it was just really, really bad. And so um, I kind of like had an outburst at that moment. Yeah, I didn't really, say anything. It to really the triggered person. you. It really triggered me. And so I like took my headset off and like just like threw oh, it. Oh, you didn't say anything to the person. Did I didn't you? say anything to the person. I just was really upset and like just kind of had an outburst like at my desk, kind of just like I like took my headset off, threw it, and just kind of like yelled. Well, not yell, but just kind of like. <laughs> Had this ever happened to you before? No, it never happened to me. Not, Ooh. not in that, not in that way. Right. And so my supervisor was like, "That's it. You're done. Give me your badge." And Did I was you? just okay. like, uh -oh. "Wow. Okay." And the weird thing is, I didn't. I wasn't like, oh no, I lost my job. What am I going to do? I was just like, bye. You always knew you had a parent. You? <laughs> Come on. Grandparents, your parents. You said, hey, but I have I a don't way know. Out. Like, I, for, for whatever reason, even with Who all of that. Who were you staying with then? Who were you I was, I was staying with my sister. Okay. I was sleeping on her couch. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't, for, for whatever reason, even at that time, I just, I, it still did not click to me like, hey, you can be a singer. Like, you really can. I knew I wanted to. And I always said, like, because that's why I had that plan of like, I'm going to do the job program. And then, you know, I'll do my contract with the JET program. And then when it's finished, you know, maybe I'll, you know, try to get into singing that way. I knew I wanted to, but I didn't know that I actually could, okay. if that makes sense. Okay. So it was kind of like, in a way, I manifested it, but I just wasn't confident in that manifestation. Right. So once that happened, uh, then like my car broke down. So I didn't have a car. Um, I was supposed to move in actually with my cousin. Uh, we were going to get an apartment together. She was like, you ain't got no job, girl. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> and rightfully so, right? Like, I'm not even mad at her Keep for that. Real. Like, she had to do what she had to do. You know, I was so irresponsible back then. I had nothing. Like, you know, so she you, probably would have. I was like 20, 22. 22, at the, okay. 20, 22, 23. Okay. Um, and so at the time, like, she would have been, you know, probably paying everything. everything. And she was like, nah, you're not going to do that to me. So, yeah. So, had no place to stay. Um, so I basically felt like I had nothing to lose. So that's when I called my mom and I was just like, can I just come and just try my luck? And she was like, okay, sure. And so uh, October of that year I came and I tried some things out and it actually, it stuck. Like it okay, worked so out really well. Tell me, tell me that point. I want to okay. know the point to where you felt like I can do this. Um, I think it what was like happen? just... I'm trying to think like so I stayed the first time that I came I was here from October to like December um, like right before New Year's and I think by December I was actually kind of getting getting a few opportunities you know such as such as like um, I, I got this one job with my dad where I was um, we were doing some kind of like wedding gig together and I was like wow this is amazing pretty good money <laughs> And so, did your mother ever coach you in singing and teach um, you, give you some? When I was little, a little she bit. Was, oh, so she was always. It was yeah, always she was there. always kind of just like you know what can you know like so actually the first time that she realized I could sing I was about ten years old. Okay. Um, and that's maybe a year after I realized I could sing, but I was really shy about it. Right. Um, and she never I, pushed you or put any pressure on you. She never pushed me or put any pressure on me. She had this student 
who she was coaching and the, the student would come to the house all the time. And I kind of was a little bit jealous, a little bit. Like I was like, I wanna, I wanna sing too, but my mom didn't know. Like she didn't know that I, you know, wanted this to when sing. When you were young, okay, I was yeah. really, I was like ten. I was okay. really young, so she didn't know that I wanted to sing. So she's just coaching this other, you know, other girl. And once the girl leaves, I go up to her and I'm like, I can sing too. And she goes, really? And I'm like, yeah, um, I can sing Reflections by Christina Aguilera. And she goes, okay. And I sing it for her. And she's like, wow, like you know, you sound amazing. So she books me this commercial with Sony, and that was my first ever job. At 10 years old. 10 years old. <laughs> that is so nice. Mm -hmm. But then I never really did anything after that. Up were, you, until were you really nervous then? I was doing? really shy. I was a very shy kid. Right. So, um, and I think that that kind of added on to like the whole confidence thing of like, I don't know if I'll ever really sing. I want to, but I don't know. Right, right. Yeah. Self-doubt. A lot of self-doubt, a lot of self-doubt. Yeah, so um, fast forward back to coming here. Um, all right, but then so, you come back here, and then you're mm -hmm. starting to do it with your father. Yeah, you well, with, with both of them, because, you know, they both were like, we're going to look out for you, obviously. But you said we're the first job wasn't with your father? You came back so and you did that, the wedding? Technically, that wasn't the first job. That okay. was just the first, like, Big job. money job. Yeah, where I really felt like, <laughs> I can do this. But my mom was always taking me on her, like on her gigs with her. I bet she was. Um, like she, I'm trying to think, like she would have like uh, gigs at like hotels or something like that, where like, right. you know, she'd play with the band or something and she'd like take me on gigs like that and I would just kind of, she might like give me a little portion of her money or something right. and I would just like maybe sing a song or two, you know, just to kind of show like the band leader, like she can do this, you know, if you want to hire her, you know. That's so sweet. Yeah, and actually one of those gigs um, that she had was with a man named Philip Wu. <laughs> He's been on my podcast. Okay, yeah. He, yeah. This guy is phenomenal. He's amazing. Also very low-key. Very low-key, never yeah. know. Mm -hmm. But he was raised around black guys. Yeah. Here he is, Chinese, raised around black guys. No, mm -hmm. his whole back, you have to see his podcast. Okay, y'all have to, I have to watch it. But he actually, so, so that, now that was the gig actually that I feel like probably really catapulted me. Cause like it was kind of a like a whole domino effect from there. So basically, she took me on this gig. It was at like the Mandarin Hotel or something like that, and she had me sing Lady Marmalade, and um, he really he really liked it. Like he really liked you know my performance, and so from there he started like asking me to do his gigs. But that came like maybe like a like the next year, I think. You have to do here, right? Yeah. Well, you and gotta so, earn it somehow, you have to get there. Yeah, and so once he started putting me on his gigs, then like other people started seeing me too. And then a man named Ralph Roll, who was uh, the drummer for Kubota Toshinobu at the time, okay. he saw me. Kubota? No, 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 not Kubota, but I mean the drummer, Ralph Okay, the drummer, okay, but he's the drummer for him. Yes, so Ralph Roll. La 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 Love Song, yeah, that's him. So when he saw me, he was like, how would you like to audition for a tour for Kubo Toshinobu? And I didn't know who he was at the time. Right. So I was kind of like, I guess, sure, why not? <laughs> and so um, I auditioned and I got it. Like, it was... And you toured with... I toured with, That was my fir the first artist that I ever toured And you with. did that. Go shabudi no go go mate. Sure did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I, I started touring with him in 2015. So I got here 2012. By 2015, I had my first tour. And, yeah. You're still going for it. Mm-hmm. 
Tell me, what, during your time so far, since you've been here, let's stick with the time that you're here now, you're seeing everything else. What's been the most challenging time that you've dealt with, and how did you handle it? As far as like singing or whatever, just Whatever, whatever was challenging. Was it something made you take your headphones off and go like this? <laughs> <laughs> what's been the challenging time, question. and how did you handle it? Um, to be honest, I think COVID was probably the most the most difficult. Like, I mean, I, I I had difficult times, of course, just like, you know, trying to just get out there and um, stand on my own two feet. That was that was difficult in itself. But I, I feel like nothing compared to COVID. Okay, so what was that like for you? Um, I mean, you know, entertainment was like the first thing to go. Because that's a group gathering. Right? Yeah, and it's kind of like, well, we don't really need that. It's not essential, right? So that was first thing to go, and um, I just I just wasn't working for like a whole year. It was rough. So you just had only one year where it was just dead. Yeah. It wasn't three years. Mm -mm. It was a year. It was just a year, okay. thankfully, um, because I think after about that year, I think people were realizing like, okay, actually, we kind of need art. We do kind of need entertainment. So, so let's then, go what did for you it. do? How did it open up for you? Um, how, I mean, how did you handle it after that year? So I, I applied for a lot of subsidies. Which that and that's where the difficulty really came in because my my Japanese isn't the best. I speak enough. I can kind of survive, you know, in Japan. Um, I can read katakana, hiragana, like you know, some kanji, that kind of thing. But when it comes to filling out forms, going to the ward office, tax language, office, right? it's a whole other ball game. Yeah, and okay. so I just really struggled with like trying to communicate and um, just. Yeah, trying to like receive that that aid. <laughs> so how'd you get how'd you get over it? How did how'd you get help to make it happen? Um, uh, like family friends, like okay. you know, like Japanese family friends uh, okay. who speak Japanese. Right, and that did help you out. That helped me out so much. Wow. Yeah, thank thank God for them <laughs> because yeah. without without yeah. them, I don't know what would have happened. So tell me, what do you see? So you like what you're doing now? You're enjoying it. Where do you see yourself going with this? Um. How do you see yourself in another five years? I mean, what's your ultimate goal? My ultimate goal actually is to like do this, but in the States. Yeah. Okay, talk to me. Uh, I mean, I would love to continue doing it here too. Like if I could go back and forth, that'd be great. But like, I really, really want to do it in the States just cause like those stateside artists are like who I grew up with, listening to, admiring, you know? Um, and it's not to say that I don't admire the artists that I work with now, but I think it's surreal when it's like somebody that you've like known like your whole life. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like Beyonce or something like that. Like, I think that would be amazing to like. So you want to work with that. work with her? Um, not even her, just specifically. That was just an example. But right. but yeah, I would love to like sing backing vocals or. Oh, so you want to be a background? You no, are no, a background artist. I'm, right? Yes, I'm a backing vocalist. Okay. Um, but I would love to like also do backing vocals in the states, but then also. I would love to, um, yeah, be my own artist as well. Okay. Um, I, I also do songwriting. I've like written songs for video games and stuff. So I would love to um, be able to do that um, in the States or, or even just write for other artists. Because I've never really been able to write for like an artist, like an R&B singer or a pop singer. You know, like it's always just been like video games for the most part, which I love that too. Um, but yeah, I would love to write for like so kind of mainstream. Yeah. yeah, I think that that would be really cool. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So what is what are some of the the funniest things that have happened to you since you've been here? Funniest things. That's a good question. Um, it's a fun. I think 
I don't know. It could be funny, but also annoying. Or just like going somewhere and like speaking perfect Japanese and then being like, sorry, I don't speak English. Yeah, like, sorry, I don't speak English. You'll tell them that. No, they'll tell me They'll that. tell you that. Yeah. After you... Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. You'll speak to them in Japanese. Yeah. They understand it totally, but then they think because you're a foreigner, yeah. you're speaking to them in English. Yeah. And they yeah. respond to you as if they didn't hear a single word exactly. of Japanese, you just got through speaking to them. Yeah. You will walk around like, what? <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm, I'm speaking to you in Japanese. Japanese. Yeah, what are you? <laughs> yeah, so just stuff like that. So how do, you, so how do you respond to it? What do you do? Um, you, usually there's like some saint, like a Japanese, like some other Japanese person that's there that's just like, what are you talking about? She like spoke to you <laughs> in Japanese. Like, you know, that, that happens a lot. Okay. Um, so it still happens. That's something yeah, still happens still, to you? I've been here for 10 years and it right. still happens. Do you yeah. see yourself, how long do you see yourself being here? I don't know. Like... At first, I was saying I wanted to leave within the next year or so, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. Like, if, if I have the opportunity to, like, go come back and forth, I would do that as long as I can. When Do you have any particular place in the States you'd like to go to? Probably, like, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, but I also, um, it's been a long time since I've really, like, lived around my family, so I would love to live in Nashville, like, for however long I can and then maybe go to Atlanta or or go back and forth in that sense like I kind of don't want to be necessarily rooted in one place I want to just be able to travel and like do everything that I can because right. like I not only want to dabble in music I want to do like acting and stuff too mm-hmm. oh yeah what type of acting any type of acting <laughs> voice acting or like drama or comedy I like secretly want to be a comedian like <laughs> do you, really, you yes. want to do that as well I'm really goofy so I would love to like be in a comedy or something that's interesting I love that. so you can see so did, did you see this most recent one is called the 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 best man's the best man final chapter final chapter yeah I did <laughs> every single one of you are fantastic actors. Yeah. The director, the the writers. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a flaw in that series Absolutely. that I could find at all. I and I'm up. watching you over and over and over again. That's how good it is. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. I really enjoyed it. And of course, like, you know, well, I was I was pretty young when the first Best Man came right, out. Right, right. Um, but I like went back and watched the the original the Best person. Man, and then I watched um, Best Man Holiday again. That's too. right. That second one, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is this whole series is just That's amazing. Good. Like the whole, just yeah, it's amazing. That was good. They all did such a good job, and they have such a good synergy with each other. Mm-hmm. You can see it. You can feel it. Yeah, it's a good feel. Yeah, like you can tell they're like friends in real they life. Are. Yeah, there's a good feel there. Yeah, but I but I love I love TV. Like I love. I love watching movies and you know TV sh- series and stuff like that. So, um, I think for me, I'm just like I want to. I want to do that. Like, yeah. Why not? Why not? Let me ask this, Janique. If you could go back in time and you could see the younger Janique with all the information and knowledge you have now, what age would you go back to, and what advice would you give yourself? I would probably go back to, I guess, when I came, like like 23, like when I first kind of stepped off the plane. And I would just let myself know, like, it's going to be okay. Because I was like a mess. I was such a, <laughs> when I first, I don't know what was going to happen. I was just like, 
you know, because I was living with my mom, like in her like really tiny apartment at the time. And I was just like, am I ever gonna like be like able to move out and like get my own place or, you know, get to a point where I'm getting regular work and, you know? So I was just, yeah, like, it's gonna be fine. Like, just, just stay consistent, you know, chill out, <laughs> just relax. You're gonna be fine. Oh, that's so beautiful. Janika, I want to thank you for being here. It was fantastic. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. Yes. I want to thank all of you for watching this. Remember that this is actually a podcast. I have to remind myself of that. So it's on all of the podcast platforms. However, since you're watching this, make sure you press like and subscribe. And remember, it's all alone. So continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.